Hello and welcome to our Health and Wellness Navigation Program podcast series. Today we will be discussing what to expect when visiting a family member or friend with dementia. I am Michelle Kramer, Director of Health and Wellness Programming with LCS Health Services Division. And joining me today is Linda Hart, Director of Health Services with Stone Ridge. Welcome, Linda. Oh, thank you for having me today, Michelle. Linda, knowing that the Health and Wellness Navigator has many interactions with residents with various stages of dementia, I also know it is really important to promote a positive visit for the family member or friend with the resident with dementia. What would you suggest as strategies to provide staff and families on what they should expect when interacting with those residents with dementia? Oh, great question, Michelle. To increase the likelihood of a positive visit is by setting realistic expectations. The middle stages of dementia can be difficult. Sometimes people experience challenging behaviors such as delusions or anxiety, or they become easily upset. They might not be able to recognize you right away or come up with your name. Knowing that these symptoms are part of the disease and not a reflection of the person's relationship with you can help you to respond well to them and ensure the visit is positive. How should we initiate that interaction? Should I introduce myself at the start? That is a very good idea. If you think about it like this, maybe you think it should be obvious that you're her favorite niece, but she might not be able to place you and that can be distressing for both of you. Save her the possible embarrassment or awkward moment by introducing yourself right away. That is really good to know. That makes sense. What are some strategies to help me talk to my friend? Well, although your loved one memory is not what it used to be, don't talk down to the person or treat the person like a child. The person is an adult who has many life experiences. So in the midst of her confusion, make sure your respect is there. That is so true. I also know that loved ones should use simple sentences and allow time for her to respond. It takes longer for people with dementia to process what has been said and what's been asked of them. Isn't that right? Oh, that is so right, Michelle. It is also important to know when communicating with a loved one who has dementia is usually more effective when you use concrete statements or questions rather than abstract language or slang terms. For example, rather than saying, it's no use crying over spilled milk, say, it's okay, Aunt Sarah, that happened a little while ago, and that's just fine now. Do you have any suggestions as to where a visit should take place within the community or within their room? It's important to have an area that's not noisy or busy. Ask the person you are visiting if they'd like to go to a quiet place or for a walk you're more likely to have a clear conversation with him if there are fewer distractions occurring around you. That's great suggestion. What can I bring to the visit to help my grandmother relate to me? Pitches are great. If you have some pitches from the years past, select a couple of them or better yet, an older album and bring it along on your visit. Seeing pitches from long ago can trigger memories that are stored in the long-term memory bank. Sometimes people are able to recall specific names and events by just seeing a picture. Even if the response you receive seems minimal, many people are reassured by seeing pictures that may be familiar to them. And paging through an album can provide a guide for your conversation. 
So there's always that discussion, reality orientation versus validation. Should I correct my loved one? Arguing with someone who has dementia is rarely beneficial. Even if she is completely wrong about something, you will accomplish very little by disagreeing with them. When your loved one insists that it's Tuesday and it's actually Monday, your best bet is to go with the flow unless the issue is one of importance. If you argue with her, you will likely increase agitation and frustration and still not be able to convince her. Should I continue to visit my friend or loved one even if he or she does not remember me? Yes. Sometimes people write off visiting loved ones with dementia by saying that since they won't remember the visit a few minutes from now, it's pointless to visit. Research has demonstrated it's not just the memory that matters here. It is also the emotion created by a positive visit. What's important to note is that the positive emotion from an encouraging and supportive visit can last much longer than the specific memory of that visit. You may have impacted that person's whole day by changing her feelings and behaviors. Although she might not be able to recall you visited her, the feelings you created in her changed how she interacts with others and improves a mood. Next time you think it doesn't matter, think again. The benefit of your visit might last longer after you are gone. Linda, thank you so much for sharing this wonderful information and strategies about what to expect when visiting a resident and loved one or friend with dementia. Any other last thoughts you would like to share with our listeners to remember about communicating with family or friends with dementia? Yes, just remember to be patient, speak slowly, and continue to visit. Thank you so much for joining me today, Linda. It has been a pleasure, Michelle. This has been a presentation from the Health and Wellness Navigation Program podcast series. Let's achieve a better life through better living. 